We're gonna talk about everybody's favorite. Okay, it can be funny. Wow, I didn't know that. Do you need it really? Okay, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> hey, you're not okay. I can see you're not okay. Hi, and welcome to another episode of our podcast where language enthusiasts talk about learning and stuff. It's three of us here. I'm Zoya. I'm Taya. And I'm Ksusha. In this chaotic world, we all in need of safe space to speak one's mind, love, and enjoy life. Because that's the only way to stay sane while zooming through chaos. All right, uh, today we have a new episode. So, what are we going to talk about, girls? Well, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite baggage emotional baggage. <laughs> Well, you're spoiling everything. I was like, guys, guess what kind of baggage? Like, are we going somewhere? Are we traveling? Just the three of us? Is it about uh, being a tourist or something? But you just like. So is it about being tourists? We just like cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Yes, it is about emotional baggage, and it might sound like you clicked on the wrong podcast. You're like, is it about three girls talking about languages? Yes, it is. As it is, and emotional baggage and just emotional stuff is still important while you're talking about learning and teaching and anything connected with um, languages. Oh, yes, because it is part of us and it can be a great obstacle to actually acquire language and uh, believe in yourself and believe that you can speak that language. True. Yes. <laughs> Um, should we talk about some stories from our students or maybe our emotional baggage connected to languages? Because I have some. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like putting on the spot. What? Our emotional baggage? What? I can start with myself. <laughs> okay. No, Go actually, ahead. it's uh, not a funny story, but it's part of my journey. So when I entered the university and I started to learn Spanish, I fell in love with the sound of the language, but unfortunately, learning was not my priority number one at that point. <laughs> and somewhere what on the way, I ask, uh, socializing, Ooh. getting out with friends, I guess something like that. You don't, you do not like, you mm, do not seem like a party animal to me. It was not that kind of party. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a quiet person? <laughs> yeah, a quiet person. <laughs> like, we were just sitting in quiet and drinking tea. And reading is my kind of party. <laughs> yes, and reading, yeah. Uh, something in foreign languages, for sure, because like, we're studying them. Um, no, so the point is that at some point I understood that I'm not doing great at uh, learning Spanish. And I even had some, not troubles, but some obstacles to overcome during my exam session and uh, had some talks with my teachers about you're not going to learn that language. <laughs> no, no, never. You will never speak that language. But um, I was persistent enough 
so I finished it. I got all my great degrees and even got the, the right diploma, which was a surprise to me. So the point was that when I finished the university and I had around like B2 level, which I still have, I didn't feel freedom of speaking. So I was really shy to speak in Spanish. It didn't go over to English because English was much better. And But when there were some situations when I needed to talk Spanish, it was a disaster because I couldn't remember the words, uh, my palms were sweaty and everything went down the hill from the very beginning of the conversation and I had to overcome that emotional baggage, that trauma myself uh, to be able to speak and even to teach that language right now. So I understand that it can be a really tough phenomenon uh, and uh, it can be a real deal breaker for some people to actually continue and pursue learning language but can you like share more on this emotional baggage you're talking about because the one you described sounds just like language barrier yes that's all i wanted to say too it's like and you are describing me when i like started even teaching english sweaty palms and like all this stuff I can even sometimes get it when this is my first lesson with a new student. And uh, not that I can't speak English, I can, but I can still get uh, nervous and emotional maybe even at some stage. So like, um, it's like because you you didn't have enough knowledge as you felt and uh, you felt nervous talking in Spanish or what was it? No, I believe that I had enough knowledge to speak, but right. I had that strong belief that I cannot speak. So it was uh, my projection. Was it because fears. the teacher told you, like, you will never master the language unless you start learning it? No, it wasn't Harder. unless you start learning it. It was just you will never master the language. But what's the context? Stuff. What's the context? Uh, the context was that I was at the exam mm -hmm. and uh, during the exam, during the oral part, I got, I don't remember, she said that I will get C mm -hmm. uh, and I said like, I will never get C, get me to the re-examination. Mm -hmm. uh, I signed it there and she said like, it will not help you, you will never learn the language, mm -hmm. you will never learn that language. And it kind of stick with me. And every time when I wanted to start speaking Spanish, I kind of heard that voice in my head. And uh, I was like, she is an experienced teacher. How, what can I do? She knows better than me. And uh, it was, yes, it was language barrier, but it was inspired or uh, it was implemented in my head by my teacher well you proved her wrong first of all hope so now look at you speaking <laughs> spanish and yeah and actually teaching it so like uh okay now i understand but you should have shed more fast on this <laughs> one so it's like her lack of uh, belief in you um mm -hmm. got you to that bad place 
Um, yeah, and I wouldn't say that she did it like on purpose and she wanted to humiliate me or something because she was quite a sarcastic uh, woman, yeah, person, and I don't think that she meant it as an insult that will break my uh, my self-belief or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for her it was kind of joke because I remember she said it with a smile but um, it was harsh for me well again like to play devil's advocate um, mm-hmm. it's your like second foreign language right yeah so and I think it because you really liked the language and you really wanted to learn it and like yes you had some troubles and you wanted to be better but I guess she just saw lots of other students who were not that interested and they were like okay with like grade C B whatever D E I don't know <laughs> and uh, she was even maybe even surprised somewhere with you like do you like wanna like be better in Spanish do you need it really and you were mm-hmm. like yeah I need it and she was like. Mm. Okay, <laughs> but like so again, I'm not supporting her and not supporting you. I'm just saying that uh, as a teacher, I, I might understand where she's coming from, maybe. So yeah, but it was of of course not okay to say things. Like that. But again, we all say things we might regret later. Maybe not as teachers, I hope, mm-hmm. but as people. So yeah. But yes, and looking mm-hmm. looking back, I understand that uh, I believe she was kind of encouraging me it's like can you do that mm-hmm. like show me yeah and stuff and actually it worked for me because i was like okay I'm <laughs> rolling up that. your sleeves and like yes, accept yes, it. let's get to work <laughs> yes yes it took some time for sure but yeah it it's actually uh, have you noticed i think this is the approach maybe she was like some kind of like seeing something because this is the approach you have like remember you shared your story with english where um you had a friend who went to england and had like a better english and you're like i'm gonna be even better and you're like mm-hmm. did it so i think this is the kind of you approach yeah maybe maybe she just saw that in me <laughs> yeah i feel like she needs yeah. these obstacles. I'm gonna create them for her. <laughs> I'm not gonna believe in her. She's got, she's got a supportive mom already. I'm gonna be not supportive teacher. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I also remember Xusha being very social active, socially active at that point because uh, you, as far as I remember, you were the head of the student party planning. Community, community. <laughs> community. No, no, it was called, the head even? of your students' union, I guess, of the faculty. Yes, students' union. That's fancy. Sounds fancy. Yes, and many teachers, um, many prof- professors at the university, they um, always say, wow, this student union is always, it just uh, stands in the way of students of so mm. being uh, progressive in being their languages <laughs> it's a, it's just uh, um, rubbish you shouldn't do that you shouldn't mm-hmm. be socially active you shouldn't join the students union no so maybe it's also this kind of um, attitude attitude to to you maybe yeah, yeah. that yeah, maybe. caused this kind of sarcastic thing 
yes know. that's that's true maybe actually some professors remembered me exactly because i was the head of this union's union and actually worked and it actually helped but the others were kind of against that and it was the other side of the coin mm-hmm. but that was not the main point of that story the main point of that story was that i had some psychological barrier that didn't help me in mastering the language and i see that barrier a lot in my students and this is one of the reasons why i like to teach spanish not english because for spanish people usually come because they like the language they don't have it as a must they don't have to know it because of work or they don't have to learn it because of I don't know, studying or something. They just have it as their own desire. And in this case, they don't have that emotional baggage <laughs> that they carry with them. But They don't expect don't... much, right? They don't have these high expectations. That as well, yes. And also they don't have some background stories, very sad ones, that prove to them that, again, they will never master the language. And uh, it's it is going smoother it's going lighter with them and if i'm talking about the adult students that come to me and they have like a2 level or b1 level and they're saying like i'm learning language like 12 years or 15 years and i'm still there they are at the brink of never coming back and i also have that responsibility to keep them further and further from the edge and to make them believe in themselves that they can actually do that that's a good thing you do do you have the same or am i the only one experiencing that of course we have students that have these language (laughs) barriers these baggage (laughs) this baggage um, emotional baggage and Uh, everyone is different in that emotional baggage. Everyone has their own experience. Uh, someone has this traumatic experience during the school. They uh, also had these teachers who told them they are just nothing. They won't be able to do to master the language. They are just uh, going to be, I don't know, not people not uh, people they want to be or something like that so maybe um, it's my responsibility now to uh, make them believe they can do better they can do it make them motivate motivate them uh, many uh, students who come to me and say well I have learned the language for five years, but I know nothing. And then you go, you say, well, okay, again, <laughs> one more time dealing with psychological traumas and so on. But uh, still, it's a good thing because you accept the ch- I accept the challenge and I uh, try to motivate them by being motivated myself. Uh, with this language by maybe finding something that they like 
and turning it into like uh, putting the it into the um, language uh, like what was it called <laughs> on I the language know. path <laughs> on the language path right. <laughs> I don't know so railways into including that into their learning process somehow mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how they begin that they begin uh, thinking okay it can be funny wow i didn't know that um i actually remembered what i i meant by emotional baggage uh i mean when we were discussing the topic of the next episode i remembered what i what i meant <laughs> well anyways uh, on this uh topic i actually i do not have people who like come to me and say like well teachers told me i'm nothing and uh, you need to fix it not really uh, i have people who like oh i've been learning it for 10 12 whatever year years and i can't speak it but then when they start speaking the language you understand that they actually like underestimate themselves because they know something, and as we actually, in one of our episodes, we found out that uh, people who graduate school, on average, can speak at the level of what? Uh, elementary or pre-intermediate? What was it? I don't remember. But like, not... No, okay, pre-intermediate then. At least. So like, uh-huh. not the highest level possible. Of course, we have like some schools that are like special, and some special kids, and whatever. But if you just went to a usual average school, you're gonna graduate with B1 mm-hmm. if you like paid attention uh, in classes, which is rare again, as Ty mentioned, because it's not like you're not discuss the stuff you want to discuss. You're discussing something that is interesting for you. So you just learn some grammar, which is boring if it's not put into the right context for you. So um, I'm not like blaming. I am actually blaming a bit our school system educated, like school system, school system. Um, and uh, I'm not blaming the teachers because they're just like cogs in the machine, you know. So anyways, but when I also have students who come to me and they're like, well, yeah, it, it was boring school. I didn't learn much. And then you start making the language um, fun and the lessons fun for them and they're surprised and they start learning and it is much faster because they are older and uh, the processes are faster and stuff so yeah I agree with this one um that is just like you need to believe in people more that's it and you need to praise them more not with this awful grace we have at school uh, just with like some maybe individual remarks and some individual help support or whatever but again nobody has time for it unfortunately in our school well maybe at some good schools that we have private schools i assume but average public school i'm not sure i haven't had such an experience at least maybe now is better there but again you just need to believe in people and yeah uh, you need to show them their progress as well because yeah. Uh, people and again, not with are... tests and grades. Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, they're just bl- blindsided with uh, their lack of self-belief. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do not see their progress themselves. So you mm-hmm. just like, show them, like, this is it. Do you see that? You couldn't do that like a couple of weeks ago. Now you do that. Mm-hmm. Praise yourself. Put, uh, pat yourself on the back. 
give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. What did you want to say about emotional baggage? I, I maybe it's not emotional baggage. I don't know, but I actually wanted to discuss the stuff that uh, we're all people, and uh, stuff happens in our lives and in our students' lives. And when they come to a lesson, it's like you need to like, you know, read the room, read the mm-hmm. Zoom. <laughs> I know whatever, <laughs> just to understand like what's going on. It's not like I'm not saying that you need to like ask lots of questions so like are you okay are you sure you're okay no but just mm-hmm. like sometimes people feel down and uh, mm-hmm. you can like pick them up with the language with some joke with some fun exercise or whatever but sometimes you just need to let them be because mm-hmm. um i have like students who like just they have different mood even at different time of day and you just need to like be aware and also do not forget about yourself that you might feel down. And it also, unfortunately, going to influence your lessons. I'm not going to say in a bad way, but just somehow. So uh, you need to be prepared for it, to it, to it, sorry. Yeah, so this is what I wanted to say. I know, I like, it sounds like it's not connected, but I think it is because I know no. the difference in my lessons. It is connected, it's just a bit two different things. We are just saying about some psychological traumas. It may not be about the person saying, like, you will never do that. It may be anything connected. Maybe the person had some experience when um, he tried to communicate in the language and it didn't work out, and then he has this block now. Or maybe, I don't know, yeah, some just bad experience, and that will be some emotional baggage for him. And also, it can be like smaller, like everyday dose, and that's what you are talking about when we can feel down, or maybe we are having some troubles at work, uh, or like our students have some troubles at work or in their studies, if they're studying, and they come with that. It's also emotional baggage, but it's just like not that, not a suitcase, but a handbag. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's uh, all works together and. Uh, I agree with you that you need to read the Zoom for <laughs> that. That is a very cool phrase. And uh, sometimes I understand that my students are getting more invested in the lesson because they understand that they can come to the lesson in the bad mood and they will not be judged for that or something. And uh, they can say, like, I am um, not feeling well. And after my question, like, do you want to tell me something that not? And I will not go there. And they are feeling very grateful for that. My favorite emotional pro, I would say, is my 12 years old student. Because sometimes he just surprised me to the core of my heart. When I'm asking, well, how are you? How is the day? And stuff. And he's like, I'm not feeling well. Like, I, I'm not in a good mood. And I said, like okay do you want to talk about it okay no i'm not ready like that is maturity for me (laughs) and then uh at the end of the lesson he may say about that he may not say about that but he's very aware of all that stuff and it's uh, also about being yeah emotional mature i guess or some people when they need some time i have a student who at the beginning of our lessons when we started our lessons 
a little less than a year ago and I was asking him how are you how was the day and he was also I'm fine I'm okay everything is all right and then with some time he kind of mellowed <laughs> and he started to share something more personal or some doubts that he has at work and stuff and um, I see that he's feeling better after that sometimes and we can continue with the lesson again maybe somehow lift up his mood and uh, I can joke a bit or something or just change the topic and he's like I don't want to talk about that let's just talk about this one and he dives into the topic we're talking about and he forgets at least for some time about his troubles mm-hmm. like a good distraction from your own problems so learn mm-hmm. a language <laughs> 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 distract yourself just a little bit of advertisement <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry. If we're talking about dealing with this emotional baggage, if like if we're we're talking about one person from our audience who has something like some trauma or maybe some everyday handbag as we had, can we give some advice to them? Should be. <laughs> if he or she asks, maybe all right, but Oh, you mean um, how the how they deal with that? Yes. Or during <laughs> yes. the lesson, like, hey, you're not okay. I can see you're not okay. Just tell me right now in front of everyone. No, 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 no. I'm just uh, talking about the person who just understands that, yeah, he has some troubles. How can he deal with that? Well, not attending the lesson is a b- bad idea not attending the mm, lesson no i don't think i don't talk about the lessons i'm just in general like i am the person imagining i'm the person who is learning japanese and having some troubles with that <laughs> yeah with i'm just japanese? looking at you uh-huh. i'm I, it's an example i'm not no, learning I mean, japanese. okay with the language <laughs> yes with the language and i'm i have some troubles with that is there any way how to deal with emotional language oh. or language barrier or whatever it is wait well again it's like a very high level of awareness that okay. you learn language like okay i have some troubles it might be my emotional baggage <laughs> like <laughs> it's like i haven't seen it in my students <laughs> All right. So, like, um, I have examples. I'm not gonna share them, but like, it's like only most of the times it remains unconscious. Maybe it's like, okay, I have examples where persons, uh, persons' personal issues were interfering with the learning language, Mm -hmm. but then uh, all I had for them is just support and patience and i gave mm-hmm. them space and time mm-hmm. and after a break they came back and um they dealt with each i don't know how i didn't even ask because i wasn't like i remember that you were like this and now you're like this and like, of course not but I just i saw they like change like i know it took some time but they came back i now it is better mm-hmm. um but like mm, I know it takes some 
work that you do on yourself. That's it. And I'm not even sure that it was like conscious. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't progress in English because I have like anxiety issues, for example. That is like, if there are people who are like this, good for them. But uh, in most cases, you can't even like, this is why I feel sometimes that I am like therapist, but I can't be like therapist because I'm not licensed and qualified. Let's be honest. But I can feel that, yes, something is troubling people. And, uh, but they, they can do it only themselves. All you can do as a teacher is support, show them the progress they already have made. And uh, just, I know, support, patience, time, space. That's all I have. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just uh, worth to mention that it's okay. And we all have emotional baggage. Of course. Of course. I actually, as I get older and I try to learn more languages, I understand the kind of... um, The kind of... What is it? Learning I need? So, like... um, It's not even about teachers let's put it this way i just understand how i process information and i can either tell the person straight away that i need the information to be like this and like in that size uh and usually small size (laughs) and uh, or like uh i'm not gonna like learn it the right way and Mm -hmm. i understand like how it sounds because (laughs) you know when you see uh students not even your students but like somebody's like request right like this long like oh my god and you're like emotional baggage this is where you see it like uh but you come with the same one but like from the right place because you are a teacher and you are aware of your needs and you understand how it works so, like, <laughs> this is why I say that teachers are the worst students ever. They are the most demanding. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I'd say yes um, on one side. And on the other side, on one hand, sorry, on one hand, and on the other hand, they are the worst because they don't do as much <laughs> <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. But you're a teacher, like you're a teacher. It's like me, for example, I'm like all for that my students have to do like the homework, right? Uh, And then (laughs) I might not do it myself. (laughs) So like, this is like me being um, hypocritical. What's the word? I don't remember the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hypocrite. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Actually, I I get the idea that Ksusha had in her question. Um, When I see a student who has some difficulties with mastering a language with learning it and is uh, and he's just he just uh, cares about it a lot (laughs) and I say okay uh, maybe you've got some feedback for my teaching styles Mm -hmm. maybe you'd like to try something else maybe Mm -hmm. you'd like uh, to rearrange our uh, lesson or maybe you'd like uh, to mm, learn vocabulary some other way, not the way we are learning it now. But, uh, you know, and this is the um, time when I have to uh, set the boundaries as well, because if I do much more than 
uh, it requires from me as a teacher and the student is just okay i'm just leaning down uh, leaning back and the teacher does everything for me <laughs> it doesn't work like that you know mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. still need to put as a student you need to put some effort mm-hmm. to overcome your obstacles you still need to uh, get a grip i don't know how, how do you mm-hmm, call that mm-hmm. and do something and then you will progress. Mm-hmm. Not just being sad. Uh... When I said, like, get a grip, I remember, like, pull yourself together. Well, like this, <laughs> yes. Pull yourself together, just, and <laughs> try at least something. Try to uh, change something. Yeah. It mm-hmm. might uh, work out. It might help you. I understand now. Like, um, I get it. So... What Ty is saying is like absolutely right. Um, as a teacher, when you see that your student is struggling, you need yourself to understand, like maybe by asking questions like, what is it? They, them not doing enough? Maybe you not doing enough? Also possible. Nobody's perfect. Or it's really something psychological, some issues like anxiety, I know, depression, maybe whatever, like it can be anything. So then the third one is not your responsibility you can like maybe like point out to it somehow if like gently you know but uh the other two you can deal with and you can understand like and i had examples when people i mean my students were like well like maybe we should try it like this and in most cases of course i'm reluctant because you know i'm the teacher so (laughs) yeah (laughs) i flip (laughs) But but let me let me tell you the story. Um, I had such a dream. I was like, okay, let's try it, and we did, and it didn't work. Still, and I was like, well, because I knew better. <laughs> I didn't say better it, than but, the others. But then the students <laughs> said to me, so. <laughs> "No, no, wait, wait." But then the students said, like, when again, like I like suggest something now, like, would you like to do it later? And he was like you know better you are the teacher he says it to me himself and i'm like okay okay <laughs> fine i am the teacher <laughs> but again it 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 was worth trying it was worth not like rubbing it in their faces like oh come on i know better because sometimes i don't actually i don't sometimes sometimes they um suggest some things and i'm like oh okay it even better but mm-hmm. uh yeah in some cases like you know i told you so but yeah <laughs> to myself the students know themselves better than a teacher the Again. teacher knows about uh, their hobbies and <laughs> the family and everything personal like, life who knows you the most yes like yeah yeah, I, I like I've never spoken so much about myself uh, till I started learning English. This is the most famous meme about English. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Learning the language is very psychological thing. Very much psychological. And uh, yes, some uh, traumas and some emotional baggage can raise up uh, during the process, but that's okay. I want to emphasize it one more time. It's okay. We all have the emotional baggage. Remember Ted with his emotional baggage. Uh, oh. 
end of how I met your mother. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it's okay. We just deal with it. And uh, it's uh, the art of baby steps. Again, I will come back to that phrase over and over again. Because you just uh, deal with one thing at a time. And uh, you go on. You feel, you see your progress and uh, you understand that you can do something better than they used to, that you did before. Or you can do something that you couldn't do before. And then it will solve the problem, I guess. Okay. Should we wrap it up? I think it's like yes, yes, good place. <laughs> Where good is the place? place. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go to the bad place. No, no, no. <laughs> close the door. Close the door. Hold it. Don't hold open it. the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Issues. Issues. Let's hold them there. <laughs> that has the best. The best. <laughs> Get our cover. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, don't get in, don't get in. <laughs> Please, yes. <laughs> oh my god, I just need crying. Uh, why right. laughing, laughing, crying? What's the word? Yeah, uh, I think so it's thank a good you guys. <laughs> thank you guys. Yes, thank you very much for listening to Zooming Through Chaos. <laughs> thank you. If See you. Videos, like them, comment. Share your comments. Press the what is it? Bell. Everything there. So thank you very much. Bye. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.